Welcome to the Doe Valley Ministry Podcast, where you can find faithful teaching and preaching of the Word of God. Here's today's lesson. This morning we're looking at Matthew chapter 6, verses 24 to 34. This is Christ talking about worry. Matthew chapter 6, verses 24 to 34. No one can serve two masters. Either you will hate the one and love the other, or you will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food, and the body more than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Can any one of you by worrying at a single hour to your life? And why do you worry about clothes? See how the flowers of the field grow? They do not labor or spin, yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, will he not much more clothe you, you of little faith? So do not worry, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. The Word of God Why worry? You know, worry affects each and every one of us. If I were to ask by a show of hands here this morning who would worry about something in their life in the past week, I wouldn't be surprised if most of us raised our hands. When you don't worry about something, it isn't the same as not taking action. Worry is something that threatens to destroy each and every one of us. Instead of worrying, reigning as a champion in our lives... My hope today is that worry will be seen as it really is, a chump. Let's take a look at what Jesus says about worry. And our scripture here is part of Jesus' Sermon on the Mount. Jesus is speaking to a large crowd of people on the mountainside. Verse 25 says, Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more important than food and the body more important than clothes? Jesus makes a bold statement in saying, do not worry about your life. Some of us think, I know Jesus said it, but that's impossible. Does the fact that Jesus said these things mean that we shouldn't eat or wear any clothes? Of course not. Jesus is saying that we get so caught up and fret about what we're going to wear. The Greek word translated do not worry literally means to be drawn in different directions. Literally, worry pulls us apart until we as humans interferes. Everything in nature works together because all of nature trusts God. People, however, are pulled apart because we try to live ourselves by depending on material wealth. 
Jesus was saying God has built into his creation the means by which all things are cared for. The birds are fed because they diligently work to maintain their lives. They do not store up great amounts of food, but continually work. And we have bird feeders that, that we've seen this occur. They fly back and forth. The birds come to the bird feeder, get the seed, and fly back. That's what they do. They continuously work. The lilies grow daily through a natural process. Therefore, an individual need not be anxious about his existence. Life is more important than food or drink, and the body more important than clothes. Worry has a big effect in our world, and quite possibly here today. If you decided today, I'm not going to worry, many people equate this with not taking action. For example, if you said, I'm not going to worry about what I will eat, what I will wear, my house, my job, doesn't mean you shouldn't fix you and the kids a meal or that you walk out of the house naked or, or you don't take care of your house or you just decide that's it, I'm not going to work tomorrow. No, nope, nope, that's not what it means. Do not worry means that you stop fretting over your life. Stop letting all the things in your life consume and take over your mind. Do not worry about your life. Why? Because verse 26 says, Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? We don't have to worry about what we're going to eat. Because just as God takes care of the bird, our heavenly Father will definitely take care of us. God cares to the birds, and we are much more valuable than any birds or animals. So God will definitely provide for his children. We don't have to worry because God promises to take care of our needs. Sometimes uh, maybe we check the refrigerator or the cabinets and think, man, there's nothing to eat. I'm sure we've all done it. We have more in a day than some people have all month. Some know the, the true reality of God providing daily bread. But we worry and fret when we have food all over the place. And we need to make a conscious effort to be more thankful for what we have and even more thankful for who provides it, our Heavenly Father. Verse 28 and 29 says, and why do you worry about your clothes? See how the lilies of the field grow? They do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. So do not worry whether it's goodwill, value city, nautical, Tommy Hill figure. But be thankful that God is the God who cares and provides for all your needs. God takes care of his little children. We don't have to worry because God provides for us. God feeds the birds and clothes the lilies. He will feed and clothe us too. It is our little faith that hinders him from working as he would. He has great blessings for us if only we will yield to him and live for the things which truly count. Lilies grow from a deep root. The roots are where they belong. 
in the soil to receive nourishment. The roots of believers are not to be in the material things of this world. In order to receive their nourishment and fulfill their purpose on earth, believers are to put their roots where they belong. That's in God and in His righteousness. Verse 27, Who of you, by worrying, can add a single hour to your life? This is another reason not to worry. Because the bottom line is that worrying changes nothing. If you worry, it cannot and will not control the outcome. Someone here may have had a child that has decided to go his own way and live a destructive lifestyle. Your worrying won't change the outcome. We may have a sick family member, but worrying is not going to change the outcome. You may be afraid and worried because you're, you've heard rumors of your employer downsizing. Worrying will not change the outcome. Who of you, by worrying, can change any situation in your life? It will not change the outcome, but it will change you. See, excessive worry can make us sick. Another thing that worry does is put us in the same category as those who don't know God. Because in verse 32 it reads that the pagans run after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. The pagan or the person who doesn't know God lives in a way in which he relies on himself. And when we start fretting and worrying about what we're going to eat, what we're going to wear, how we're going to make it, I need this, I need that. We sound like the person who relies on himself instead of God. Worry is and always will be a fatal disease of the heart, for its beginning signals the end of faith. Worry intrudes on God's compassion and his ability to provide. When we allow our problems to overshadow God's promises, we unknowingly doom ourselves to a defeat that was never part of God's eternal plans. If you know Jesus Christ today, you are to look and live differently than the one who doesn't know God. Christians and non-Christians get the same challenges, the same trials, the same illnesses, because I believe that God wants to show the world that a Christian lives and responds differently to the worries and challenges of this life. The believer responds by resting and relying on God to provide, no matter the circumstance. How do we get relief? Verse 33 says, Seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be added. The word seek means to go after, to strive, to pursue, to desire, to aim at, to search for, to endeavor, to get. The believer's life is not to be preoccupied with material things, as necessary as some of these things are. But the believer is first of all to be seeking after the kingdom of God and his righteousness. We are to look to God first and all our needs will be provided for. The lesson we have, the reason we have so many worries is because we're seeking everything but God first. We are too concerned about what does the bank account say? What does the doctor say? What does the horoscope say? What does the boss say? We need to be concerned about what God wants us to do and be. And then, and only then, 
Can we have the right perspective on our lives? This means time for prayer and reading God's Word. We will put God first in every week, attending the house of God faithfully. It means sincerely desiring to grow in the Lord. We will put God first in our choices, making no decision that would leave God out. Verse 34 says, Therefore do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. This verse tells us that we don't have to worry about tomorrow, as tomorrow will get here when it gets here. But there are enough trials and troubles we will face today. And by God's grace, we need to deal with what is before us today. Note that it doesn't say for us to worry about today either. But God is saying, why look ahead and worry about things that haven't happened yet and that you can't even control anyway because you don't know if you will make it through this day. When we are tempted to worry about things in our life, we need to also look at Philippians 4, 6. It reads, Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. We need to be praying about every need, every situation, and every problem in our lives. Pray your way through the day. Have a problem at work or home or health or family? Pray about it. When you don't know where your next meal is coming from, ask God. He is willing and able to take care of us. I can remember several things in my life when I worried, and it got me nowhere. Now I know that God will provide for me and see me through any situation. God is always there. Don't let worry defeat you. The result in verse 7 And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. As a result of giving your cares to God, you can get peace of mind. There's nothing like peace of mind. You also stay healthier, physically and mentally, because God guards your heart and your mind. You want peace and freedom from worry? Give all your cares to Jesus. First Peter 5.7 says, Cast all your worries on God, because He cares for you. Jesus wants to give Him every worry and concern. Jesus wants us to give Him every worry and concern, because He is able to give us everything we need for each and every situation. Give it to Jesus. Release the regrets of yesterday, refuse the fears of tomorrow, and receive instead the peace of today. Worry is no match for Jesus. Let us pray. Lord, help us to remember you in our difficult times. Rather than worry, help us to remember that you provide for your creation. Let us give up our perceived control over things in this life to your ultimate control. We know that you are always there for us. Help us to share this good news with others. Amen.